0: What's good? What's good? What's good to everybody? It's Sports Talk America! Welcome to the Nothing But Sports Show on MBS Central Radio. It's your boy Jasper Francis, aka Mr. Franchise in the building, aka the greatest sports analyst to ever bless the sports waves. I got my co-host with me, just Justin Martin from Ranger, Texas, a.k.a. the knowledgeable sports god, the sport. I won't call you the sports junkie because that's true. rex the sports junkie. I, I like God much better.
1: God. god. I'm going <laughs>
0: to call you the sports god, okay? Right. Hey, we here to bless y'all with some great sports knowledge tonight. You know, again, check us out. You know, um, we normally do shows every Tuesday night, but also check out, you know, um, check out all of our MBS show, our NBS Central content, you know, where you can listen to a lot of great interesting information. But tonight we're gonna bless you with some with some some great knowledge about this NFL as well as the NBA. So Justin,
1: I'm gonna, you know, pass the mic along to you. You can introduce yourself to everybody before we get started. Well, I think everybody knows who I am, man. This is just Justin. Uh, I've been co-hosting the NBS show now for probably three months or so. Uh, I'm glad to 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 now do it with you. The franchise. The greatest to ever do it. Self-proclaimed. Hey, man.
0: Hey, man. Listen, man. They got role players and they got franchise players, man. <laughs> hey, me, man. Hey, game seven, fourth quarter. Hey, man. We winning. Let's get it. All right. So, let's go ahead and get started with um with our NFL topics so breaking news came out on about like Tuesday the Houston Texans decided to uh, part ways with Bill O'Brien Bill O'Brien was their head coach as well as their uh, their general manager so Justin I'm gonna put this out there to you was it the right decision and also
1: who do you think should be the next head coach of the Houston Texans well, first of all, it was definitely the right decision. I think it was the bad bad timing. Yeah. I think uh, I think it was definitely it should have been done before the season started. Uh, as soon as he traded uh, Hopkins for nothing, and then traded for Tunsil and gave up everything, then <laughs> he should have been he should have been gone. And, and to me, he was never the like a caliber of a coach that I would have ever given the power of GM and coach to, you know, those kind of, you know, powers should be given to the greats, you know, the, the Belichicks of the world. Uh, not, not someone who has not proved himself at all. And, and you give them, you know, the keys to the franchise and say, do what you want with it. Um, when you're a head coach, you're, you're always going to play for now. Uh, because you don't know if you're going to be there five years from now, so why would you give the keys to the franchise and trade away picks in the future for someone who wants to win now? Um, so he is definitely he should have been fired, but not right now. Like, what is it? Is it what has it accomplished now? I mean, the Texans are not going to become a Super Bowl contender, uh, after 0 and 4 if they fired him now. They, I mean, they should have waited till the end of the year by the time if they were going to fire him, either do it beginning of last year. I mean, the end of last year or do it at the end of this year because the, nothing's going to change. Uh, who is it? Uh, Romeo Cromwell is going to be the interim uh, head coach. Uh, I mean, I respect the guy. The guy's, a, you know, a good coach, but I just don't think, you know, he's going to all of a sudden make him a you know NFL contender. Uh, so I think it was bad timing. Um, but I definitely think he should have went. Um, when, I, when you talk about who should replace him, um, people are talking about Dabo Sweeney. That dude is not leaving Clemson. I don't care what kind of money they throw at him in Houston. He is not leaving Clemson. He is a God. He is now, you know, the new Nick Saban in college football. He is not leaving Clemson. Um, I'd probably go toward the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, Eric uh, Benenemy. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably who I would pick if I were Houston. Uh, You know, he definitely showed greatness in, in, in coaching up. Mahomes and that whole offense, that offense is is, is crazy, ridiculously good. So uh, that's who I would probably go with. What, what are you thinking?
0: Wow, man, you got some uh, very, very interesting uh, selections, I got to admit. So to start off, I got to admit that um, the timing wasn't the greatest, but it made sense to fire him. And the reason why it made so much sense to fire him was because this you just gave Deshaun Watson a max deal, and you took away his best weapon. You don't look that good after five games, after not five games, after three, four, four games. games, after four games. You look pretty terrible. Um so yeah, I think, and before we waste the Sean's best years, it's time to go, and also I'm gonna go a step further there have been reports that there was some very toxic behavior inside of that Houston Texans locker room. Um, A lot of, um, maybe the two days before, excuse me, he was fired, uh, uh, he and J.J. Watt got into a really, really bad argument. And some of the players were, um, were very, like, although they praised him for his professionalism and, you know, telling players how to be, or teaching players to be great pros, you know, as far as being professionals off the field, he was huge. Like, like he wouldn't let guys be free and be the best versions of themselves. So, I think it was about that time. Uh, I like Romeo Carrell, Cornell. I think he's been around the league for a long time. He's been a head coach at a couple couple places, um, most notably uh, the Cleveland Browns. Um,
1: I think... That didn't go over too he, well, did it? No, it didn't. It really <laughs> didn't. Um,
0: I think that and, and actually, to be honest with you, I think he, he caught a raw deal with that, with that team because that team was terrible. Um, I think what's going to end up happening is he's just going to be a placeholder for the next really special head coach that they have in mind. I'm going to shock some people. And I'm going to throw a name out there that some may or may not be thinking, but I think it makes sense. And that's Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. I thought about that. I love the think about it. Offensive genius. Um but he's a quarterback guru. He is. And guess what you got on your team?
1: You got a franchise QB. But you don't need a, 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 a quarterback you don't need the quarterback to play better. We he has played better. Like he is he not the, the he is not the weakness of the of the Texans right now. But but check this out, right? Could you
0: imagine getting a Lincoln Riley and then going out there and say, Hey, let me go get, you know, a, a, a top tier defensive coordinator. Um, shoot. I mean, we could, cause Matt Patricia is probably going to get fired from Detroit here soon. So I think they'll probably, he'll probably bring Patricia in and say, Hey, look, coach, my defense, because you're not a great head coach, then you're a great defensive coordinator and he does it well. Mm-hmm. So, Imagine bringing in a guy like Matt Patricia, or um you know, or another really, really good defensive genius, on like even a, a Dennis Allen from New Orleans. You know, bringing in a good defensive coordinator into the fold, and then say, "Hey, look, Deshaun, I know this is your team. You know, I think you're a very good quarterback. But guess what? I'm going to I'm going to let this ball rip because in Oklahoma." That is literally how the game is played. He's letting the ball rip. Um, so for me, I think it was a, I thought it was a, the timing may not have been great, but I think what Houston is going to try to do is because they have two first round picks coming up in this year's uh, upcoming draft, which is their own plus Arizona's. I could see Houston just saying, you know what? Look, we'll just play Play hard, play strong. We're not going. We're not going out there to, you know, win ten games because at this point our season's a wash. If they could land a top ten player, you know, probably build that offensive line or. Even but actually, sure does, their
1: don't their first round picks belong to Miami next next year? No, because they got the um. No, oh, that is true. They do.
0: They do got. They have to give a They have to give it one to Miami. Mm-hmm. And then they
1: get Arizona's one. Yeah. So um and Arizona, I don't think it's gonna be in the top 10. No, Arizona's
0: this. probably in the top 15. If so, if I so you were,
1: see what Bill, you see what he's done? Like even in his departure, he has still screwed them to the point where they can't even get better, no matter what they do. <laughs> but is it so so to me, and,
0: and maybe this is just me, I don't think Houston's a bad place to play if you got the right coach. And if you got a, 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 a an air raid offensive genius like uh, um, like a Lincoln Riley, I think this could go so far, and you can attract free agents to come to Houston. And plus, hey, it's Houston, it's Houston.
1: Party do you six, do you baby. think Lincoln Riley would want to leave Oklahoma for Houston? He's struggling in Oklahoma. He
0: has no defense. He is. They are terrible. They are out of the top 25. They will be calling for his name shortly. And guess what? That's crazy. If I'm, if I'm the Houston Texans, Bob McNair and company, guess what? Show him the money. Show him the money, baby. Show him the money, baby.
1: If you're out there listening, show Lincoln Raleigh the money, baby. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys... Couldn't get Lincoln Riley because he was he was uh, one of the biggest uh, candidates last year for the head coach right. job in Dallas, and uh, they couldn't get him out of Oklahoma. I don't think the Houston, Texas, will. I'm gonna tell you why though. Who wants to play? Who wants to work for Jerry Jones? That's think true. about that. That's true. Think about that. So do you do you good. give Lincoln Riley the, the keys to to the ship? Do you give him the no DM no 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 no? And okay. No, 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 no. I want Lincoln Riley
0: to focus on coaching. Okay. Now, as far as the GM side of the house, that's a totally different conversation. I think that, um, I think that, um, he will be good. I think he'll be a good head coach. I don't, I would not recommend putting him as a, um, as a GM as well. That would be too much. There are just some people that are not built for that, and he's not like Like, like Bill O'Brien, like, I think he's going to be someone's quarterback coach or offensive coordinator. He
1: will never be a head coach again. Damn, you, you, you've already degraded him down to not even a coordinator. You're just a quarterback coach. <laughs> hey, look what he did for Tom Brady.
0: Look what he did for Tom Brady those first couple of years. <clears throat> All right. All right. So, with that being said, Justin, who or what NFL coach is now on the hot seat?
1: Well, if you watch the NBS show in the last two or three weeks, my biggest loser every single week has been this guy, and that's Dan Quinn. That guy, that guy, I mean, you know, a lot of people are talking about uh, Adam Gacy in, in New York. Um, I really, nobody, to me, nobody had expectations for for the Jets, you know. Of course, everybody plays to win, but at the end of the day, nobody expected the Jets to be great. But everybody, most people expected the Falcons to be at least mediocre and at least not give up all these leads in the fourth quarter every single week. So, like, as far as I'm concerned, uh, if Dan Quinn makes it the whole year, I would be very surprised. Um, he doesn't deserve to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons as far as I'm concerned. He's my guy, the next guy to be fired in the NFL. What about you, Jasper? I believe that the next guy to be fired,
0: it pro- so Atlanta's already came on and said Dan Quinn is safe. I think it's Adam Gates. Adam Gates is terrible. He's trash. He is terrible. This guy needs to lose his job. Just fans, listen. For the right cost, you can get a really good coach. And you know who he is? Take a wild guess. Mister French. Oh, my God. <laughs> but seriously, though, no. but seriously, seriously, Adam, G- so they gave Adam Gates this, this, this team after he had some mediocre years in, in Miami, they give him a young quarterback in Sam Donald They also give him a pretty, you know, um, I, I thought at the time, a pretty premier, a pretty good running back in Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, granted, he has had a lot of injuries. He also inherited a defense that was led by Jamal Adams at the time. And guess what? He got traded. Okay. Leonard Williams, not there anymore. These guys, to me, and this is just my opinion, there are a lot of really good players, but coaches have this tendency of putting play like they'll take a player from here and they'll elevate him that much more I just don't see Adam Gates as being the guy to elevate his his players I think he's a pretty good coordinator but he's a terrible head coach he's terrible like terrible head coach and yeah I just think yeah he's super on the hot seat and then I'm going to throw one more name out there and this might shock you Okay, and I think if he doesn't win, if he doesn't get to the Super Bowl, he's finished. And that's Mike Zimmer. Really? Didn't they just give him an extension last year? I think, I think Minnesota, they had the roster. They had the quarterback. They've had the defense. They have the running back. They thought Kirk Cousins was the answer. It wasn't. They had um, oh my God, um, I um um uh, not Adam Thielen. I can't remember his damn the, the old quarterback. Oh, the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Before um before Kirk Cousins, um he's actually a backup in Cleveland now. Um, they had him, and guess what? It still didn't work. You traded away. You San talking God. about Case Keenum? Case Keenum. You had Case Keenum. It. You got to the NFC Championship game. You let go Case Keenum. You go pay. Um. You go pay Kirk Cousins. That doesn't work. You had this great defense. You you had two really good receivers and San, and, and and Diggs and Thielen. You also had a top top ten tight end or still have a top ten tight end and Kyle Rudolph. You got um, Dalvin Cook. Shout out to him because he's making my fantasy teams look good. Um, you got Dalvin Cook, who's balling, but you're just not finishing. Here's the thing. If you if if I've given you all the pieces to the puzzle and you still haven't gotten me a Super Bowl, hey, brother,
1: you got to go. You got to go. You're going but he's consistently me. made the playoffs, consistently – one playoff games. He What's just that hasn't mean? That What
0: mean? does that mean? In
1: this me? day of age, it is hard to find a head coach that consistently gives you playoff perf- appearances. Right. So watch this. Watch this, right?
0: Um Rivera got into the playoffs numerous years. Got into the Super Bowl. Where is he today? He got, he got the Panthers
1: to the Super Bowl. Cam Newton was an MVP. I honestly didn't think he should have been fired to begin with in Carolina. Hey, hey, it happens.
0: Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Several playoff appearances. Okay. Never got him to the Super Bowl.
1: Where is he at now? But Zimmerman's been way more consistent than Jason Garrett has. Define
0: consistent. So Garrett had offense. He's had numerous opportunities as an not only as the offensive coordinator but also as the head coach to put his team into great position to succeed. Even had one of the best offensive lines in the league for about five, four to five years. And still can't win the Super Bowl, or still can't
1: get to the Super Bowl. It's Kirk and, Cousins. Kirk Cousins is not that, guy. as far as I'm concerned. And I have him in my fantasy in the, in the NBS league as my starting quarterback. This guy is not the answer. He got me zero points week two, and uh, I, I wanted to trade him as you know asap, but you know nobody wanted him. I, I, <laughs> hey man,
0: <laughs> you 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 better find. Look, it's gonna take three hot dogs and a bag of zapped potato chips to get rid of him. So. So to me, you 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 got to the NFC Championship game with Case Keenum. They give you a better, uh, a quote unquote upgrade at quarterback, and Kirk Cousins, and you still can't get it done. Your defense was the top five, top five, for
1: a number of years. It's time, Mike Zimmer, you gotta go, brother. If so you, you don't think don't that the, the, the loss of Stefan Diggs, you don't think that's a big loss this year? I know they got Justin Jefferson, but do you think he's on the same level as Stephon now, Diggs? He, Justin
0: Jefferson will be good in about three years. He's still gotta learn the he's gotta learn the way of the world of the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think he can really um I think he can really do some some major damage in the NFL, but it's just too it's too soon. It's way too soon. So for me, I, I I'm looking at Adam Gates, but again, I'm shocking everybody. If Minnesota either A does not make the playoffs or B does not get to Super Bowl, I'm I'm putting it out there. I'm willing, I'm willing to put put um, you know, I'm willing to wager that Mike Zimmer will get fired. All
1: right. That's an interesting pick though. I can respect yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Something to think about. Just something to think about. Something to think about. All right. Let's move right along. So if you're Roger Goodell, right, we have, you know, in, in the NFL these past couple weeks, we've had a lot of um, coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19 um, cases pop up. Mm-hmm. So if you're Roger Goodell, what would you do in the wake of these new COVID-19 mm-hmm. cases? Do you keep playing or do you, uh, do you keep playing? games and adjust
1: the schedule or do you do you figure out a way to just postpone the year well first of all ain't nobody postponing the year because we don't know if it's going to get any better my biggest question is if you're roger goodell do you uh do you start handing down sanctions for people getting sick that's 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 the, the tricky question there because do you punish teams that don't follow protocol and, 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 and get the COVID virus. And that, that's tough. Cause even, you know, it has hit everywhere. It has hit the white house of the United States, you know, so to say that, you know, even if you do all the protocols, you can, that you still won't be affected. is hard to believe. So uh, I think they're, they're doing the best they can. As, as far as I'm concerned, the only thing they can do is pray and pray that, You know, it doesn't get too out of hand uh, because teams are going to be affected Uh, right now. They're doing a good job at moving things around. I think at some point, if it gets too out of hand, there would be only so many games you can move around when you're dealing with people's by by weeks. And uh, I think the right thing to do would be to move the season back. When I say move it, I mean, extend it probably say three to four weeks. So that it gives you time to make up those games that you're going to lose uh, due to this COVID outbreak, um, I think you, you you put a bigger gap between the last game of the season and the first game of the playoffs. I think that's the easiest way to fix this, as long as it doesn't get too out of hand.
0: Um, okay, um, I like I like the fact that a sanction is not a bad idea. I don't I don't I don't I don't mind you know yeah, we got to dig into the pockets and and somehow, you know, hey, look, we got to set a tone and set a presence. I get it. I do. But I'm going to play devil's advocate and I'm going to say postpone the season. And here's why. It's more about the health of the players. Okay. Guys who typically, and and this is more from a scientific perspective, but most people who have gotten like the... the um, the COVID-19 virus have had long-term or are, are stand to have long-term health issues, i.e. respiratory issues and other things that may come along um, depending on how they're treated. Um, one of the things that, like for me, I'm just thinking in my head, if it's spreading now, especially during flu season and we're not like it's not the NBA where they're in a bubble, or they're you know like you're you're keeping healthy people all together. No, you're like traveling in separate like two separate planes, like the Patriots did, and you know, god you don't have guidelines that tell guys, hey, look, when you land to this city, you stay in this bubble, or you stay in this hotel, or you don't have like reach, like I thought the NFL would have had like four regions, right? And everybody stays like, and there's only two places within each region that you can play in. And when you're at said region or or, when you're in this and said place, you can only go hotel football field. That's it.
1: Right. That's what I thought they would have done, but they didn't. Yeah. I'm definitely down for that because the fact is most teams don't have home field fans anyway. So these right. home field advantages mean absolutely nothing. The saints right now are going to be playing in Indianapolis this week because of the hurricane They're I mean, and it's really not going to be any different because it's still going to be an empty dome with pumped up crowd noise, no difference. So they they should have had. And plus, honestly, it makes it a more even playing field because you have some teams like right now, the Miami dolphins, they're talking about going to go 100% capacity. So, you're gonna have Miami having the the advantage of having a home crowd. Then you have teams like New Orleans who can have zero people in the stands. So if you put regions like you're talking about, it makes it even playing field for everybody and it keeps everybody safe. I like that idea much better. And 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 here's something else that now that
0: you bring up Miami, I'm I'm gonna throw my so Florida had like a huge number of of cases. You know, people want to go to the beach, it's South Beach. I wanna party, have a good time, the full nine, right? We right. <laughs> However, we're gonna we're gonna get max capacity in the stands for first of all, it's the Miami Dolphins. We're not talking about the Cleveland Browns, we're not talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, we're talking about the Miami
1: Dolphins these dudes haven't been good since Dan Marino. They couldn't get a hundred percent capacity when there was no COVID. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and you want to go hundred. What? What? No, that's,
0: that's blasphemy. I, I, at the end of the day, I think the owners needed to, I understand you're losing money and you want, you know, you want to make profit, right? I get it. I get it because it's a business, but, at some point, morality's got to take into effect and start thinking about these players. Because, excuse me, the last thing that you want to do is lose a franchise player for m- much more than just a year, for years to come, you know? And could you imagine how Kansas, what would Kansas City do if they lost Pat Mahomes? Yeah. Because he was in direct Baltimore contact do? with
1: somebody who, who tested positive just a couple of days ago.
0: What would Baltimore do if they lost Lamar Jackson? These things matter. These things matter. These things matter. Okay. Let's move right along. I like this right now. I like this flow, Justin. I like this. I like <laughs> this. So at this point in the NFL season, I know it's very early. You know, it's very premature, and things can happen. But who is your NFL MVP?
1: I mean, everybody knows it's kind of like a four-man race right now. Um, I still have the same person I had at the beginning of the season, before the season started. I had the guy that I thought was going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, uh, and that's Russell Wilson. Um, Mm -hmm. This guy has got nothing – when it comes to respect with the MVP, he is—you never had an MVP vote in his career, and that by itself is a travesty, because he has been nothing but consistent for what the last five, six years of being one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, okay. Already, already this year, he's four zero; he's undefeated. Uh, he has what sixteen touchdowns, only two interceptions. Uh, he's had a, a couple five touchdown games. Um, I don't think anybody right now, I mean, there are other players, the Josh Allen of the world, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, people like that are, that are in the conversation. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, it's Russell Wilson's to lose at this point.
0: Okay. Um, very interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. I like the Russell Wilson pick. Um, I really do. I think he's very deserving of the MVP vote. However, I'm going to throw two names out there that I'm, and I'm going to just keep a straight hundred hundred. Um, these two guys have been balling. Okay. And the first guy is Josh Allen. And granted it's because he's in a weak division, you know, and so far his schedule has favored him. You know he's got, you know he's throwing for thirteen hundred yards, thirteen hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, one thousand three hundred twenty six yards, in 12, and 12, uh, twelve, TDs, one interception, and he's got a quarterback rating of one twenty two. Pretty damn solid. I like it. I like what he's doing. I think he's balling. I think he's, you know, he's getting his teammates involved. Um, Beasley, Cole Beasley. I'm gonna be honest with you. He's, he's on pace to a 1,000 yards. And to be honest with you, Cole Beasley was good in Dallas. He was okay in Tennessee, but he looking like a stud right now. Oh, and by the way, Diggs, Diggs, Stephon Diggs actually likes this guy. And that says a lot because Stephon Diggs don't like too many people, but he likes but this guy.
1: He had Kirk Cousins throw it to him before, like – yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he had terrible Kirk Cousins. Now I'ma throw a name out there that you know might shot some people, but I think quite frankly, he's he's in my book the MVP. And if he keeps throwing the football this clip, I don't know if Russell Wilson is gonna beat him.
1: Please don't say Dak. <laughs>
0: No, sir. I will not. All right. I will not. Um, Stephen A. Smith calls him
1: a bad man. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. The baddest, the baddest man in the
0: planet, AKA the championship wearing quarterback from the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Man with Every bad intentions. Let me oh, oh so <laughs> oh man, I want to dive into in so bad. So this dude has again, he may not have the yards. He's got a he's got 1214 yards, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions this year. Pretty impressive, right? Let's dive a little bit deeper. He did an interview with um Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk. I did see that. So, Funniest. hands down and when people said he had a down year he says hey guess what my down year is an average quarterback's MVP season I'm like <laughs> game over and you this try- is all
1: with being one foot out the door in Green Bay with, with the head coach not wanting him there
0: and, and, and this is my issue with that as well i'm like this dude is throwing the ball to like six six high school wide receivers and and two uh junior college tight ends he's the, like outside Devonte adams you don't know none of these dudes none of them and as a matter of fact I, i'm gonna make y'all laugh on a fantasy perspective i Outside Devontae Adams, I will never draft another Green Bay wide receiver, ever. Because you don't know who is going to get the ball at what time. You don't. What's his name? Royan? Uh, the, the, the tight end Royan? John Royan? Yo, I didn't know this dude, I didn't even know this dude existed. And and now look, he's he's got two touchdowns. Now we're talking about he's, a, he's He's relevant in fantasy. Matter of fact, I'll go a step further. Aaron Rodgers makes players. He makes players. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, we got to start putting some respect on Aaron Rodgers' name. If anybody got something to say bad about Aaron Rodgers, look, you could hit me on IG, Facebook, wherever, Snap, whatever. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. I give Russell Wilson respect. I give Josh Allen respect. Dak, your team is suspect. Your defense is terrible. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. And the bad man deserves the MVP.
1: Your thoughts? I mean, it's hard to disagree with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm not – I probably would disagree with Josh Allen because I do not think that he can stay consistent – I think he's had a great first quarter of the year. I, uh, if I were a betting man, I would not put my money down on Josh Allen's going to continue at this pace. But if you ask me if I if I think that Russell Wilson can continue this pace, I would put my money down on that. So that's like why that. I, would, I would go with Russell Wilson because I think he will stay consistent. I think Josh Allen's just hot for the moment. And I think he'll still be a, an above average quarterback by the end of the year, but he won't be in my top four or five by the end of the year. So you, so you think that, okay,
0: so Russell Wilson is the guy that you're – like Russell Wilson and and uh, Aaron Rodgers, they're guys that's consistently in yes. the discussion, and they're great. It's, you know, they're great for, their, for for what they have done. It's almost like saying and, – and I respect your thoughts on it, but you're saying that Josh Allen is like the flavor of the month. Tastes good, looks good.
1: But next month, we might be on to something else. It's not about being the flavor of the month. It's all about being consistent. And and, he, has, and he hasn't been consistent. Like, this is not like his first year or second year. He's not – this is not the Lamar Jackson effect where he's coming in and just being a star. This guy has been in, in the league now for, what is it, what is it 34 years now? So Four. I think it's three or four. Yeah. yeah. So, it, I, I believe that he's peaking. I believe he's gotten better. Um, but I don't think he's, like – one of those guys that just jumped in the NFL and it's becoming a star. Um, I think he's just becoming like, you know, getting on that Matt Ryan stage that, you know, not, not a superstar, but he's going to be, a, he's going to be a great, he he will be consistent at some point, but he'll never be great.
0: Let me ask you this question, right. And this is going to be an interesting question. Do you think that Josh Allen will be
1: as good, if not better, than Jim Kelly. See, that I saw a segment on ESPN this week where they compared, you know, honestly, it, I think he'll, he could be better, but to be as consistent as Jim Kelly, I don't think he could ever, ever even think about, you know, when you talk about four Super Bowls in a row, no, there's no way you could ever, ever dream that he could do that. So like, he'll never be that guy. Um, I think he's more versatile in what he does. He's way more of, of a, a running quarterback than a lot of people give him credit for. So, you know, it's hard to, you know, Jim Kelly really wasn't that guy. He did, he did scramble a little bit, but he's he not on the, the level that Josh Allen is doing at this point. Um, I think he makes a lot more mistakes than Jim Kelly did. Um, but at the same time, he's a gunslinger. He's, he has that Brett Favre effect where he's going to make a lot of stupid mistakes, but at the same time, he's also going to be throwing some crazy great passes. So uh, it's hard to compare him to Jim Kelly. I would compare him to Brett Favre more than I would compare him. And not when I say compare. I don't mean he's going to be as good or as great. So don't get that twisted. But if if, but if we're going to compare somebody in, in the styles of their play, I would compare the style of play more to Brett Favre than I would to Jim Kelly. Okay.
0: I, I respect that. I, I think, to me, Jim Kelly was in a great Situation when you have a great defense when you have Bruce Smith on you know on one end Daryl Tally one of your linebacking one of the linebackers on that team um, you're blessed um, when your when your offense consisted of Thurman Thomas Andre Reed and company you're blessed Don Beebe. Don Bebe. ooh Don Beebe, I forgot about him goodness mm-hmm. grief Don Beebe was clutch. My thing was, my thing is this with with him. I think Josh Allen could do it if he cleans up the mistakes, right? But Jim Kelly was a different kind of dude in that era. Like, that, like, watching Jim Kelly was classic. Like, and I used to root for Buffalo. Like, I'm not saying I like Buffalo only because I didn't, I couldn't stand Dallas Cowboys fans at that time. <laughs> I'll be honest, and, and and I'll say, and I'm gonna probably lose friends, family. I'm gonna probably lose people that be like, "Oh, you can't stand the Dallas footballers, Blah 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 blah. Right? Listen, I couldn't stand Dallas, and I still can't stand Dallas because they're irrational. They're irrational, just like their their owner. Irrational, yes, crazy and irrational. So, um. to me i think that you know back on topic um i do think josh allen has the potential to be as good if not better um but when you do think about buffalo the first name that you that's going to come to mind is jim kelly now who's to say in 15 years you know the conversation may be different all right so Let's go ahead and get into these picks. We got some games this weekend. Yes, we some do. Some games coming up. Um, let's start off with the Thursday night game. We got Tampa Bay heading up to the Windy City to play
1: Chicago. Who we got? Well, this game's about to start up in, what, 15 minutes or so? Yes, uh, sir. Man, this is this is one of my easiest picks of the week. I think we should be on the same page here. If not, then uh, – I don't know what to think about your, your, your analogy, uh, but, uh, Tampa Bay hands down will, will, I think not only will they win, but it won't be close. Um, I think it's at least a 10 point game, uh, with Tampa Bay. Cause Nick foes. I just, I never liked, and I, and I, discussed this a couple of weeks ago. i never liked the way that, uh, the Chicago bears did Mitchell Trubisky. Um, Fix your mouth, <laughs> man. The thing is, if they didn't Boy. want him to, if they didn't want him to be the starting quarterback. They should have named Nick Foles. They never gave him a, a, a shot because he went three. He went was it two and zero, oh, and then, uh or was it three and zero oh before they they finally start. uh It was I think it was two and zero, oh, and then halftime, he had a bad half, and they all of a sudden bench him. It's not like he lost any games. Like they wanted any reason to bench him. They wanted the first time he struggled, they were getting rid of him. And to me, that, that's dirty. Like, if you don't like him, name Nick Foes your starting quarterback. Like and, and stop playing games with people because every quarterback's gonna have a, a rough quarter, a rough game. Heck, Tom Brady has had a couple rough games and he's still doing great right now. Okay. So for, for you to just – all of a sudden, this guy has a bad two quarters and you all of a sudden he, – now he's gone. So, no, I, I don't like the way the Chicago Bears handled that. I don't think Nick Foles is uh, a franchise quarterback. And um, okay. I think Tampa will win this game pretty easily, at least by 10 points.
0: All right. So, I, I, I have Tampa as well. I okay. think it's going to be a closer game. I think it's going – I think Tampa wins by, like, four – I think it's only like 20, 28, 24. Um, but, I, but I wouldn't – do not be surprised if this is like a 14-10 a type game. Um, Chicago's yeah. defense is pretty good. We got to give Chicago's defense a lot of respect. And Mitchell Trubisky doesn't win two games without that defense at all. Um, do I agree Mitchell Trubisky is terrible? He is 150% horrendous. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. When Mitchell Trubisky was drafted before Deshaun Watson, Pat Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson, three guys that will get two of them already got the top top money. The third one is pretty much. I mean, it's just a matter of time mm-hmm. before they they break they bust the bank in in Baltimore, right? And this dude. Hasn't done anything. Matter of fact, three quarterbacks that have all went to the playoffs and Mitchell Trubisky hasn't done that at all? No. Mm-mm. And Mr. Nat, Coach Nagy, I'm going to be honest with you. Hey, if Mitchell Trubisky when Mitchell Trubisky's gone, you too, my brother, can be on the hot seat and get and get gone, Get gone, Quick. Because he was the reason what, he, he is all the reason why Mitchell Trubisky is in Chicago. Okay? But for this pick sake, i want to go with Tampa. I think it's going to be a 28-24 type game, but don't be surprised for a 14-10 type game defensive struggle. It could go one of two ways. Um, next game we got up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who you got? <laughs> this was pretty easy. I'm a L- to if you say what I think you're going to say.
1: Let-, let me say this. Let me say this. Uh, Big Ben recently come out and was aggravated about getting his games postponed, uh, which makes sense because in the NFL, momentum means a lot. When you consistently <laughs> play on, on, on a weekly basis, uh, that that helps you with your momentum and, and it helps you play better. And he was just getting into his momentum, he said. So the fact that they had to take a week off so early in the season really hurts them because they they may be a little rusty now. Um, so that, I, I believe that's going to take into effect. I think, I think they're not going to be as good as they would have been if they would have played last week. Um, but at the end of the day, that offensive line for, for Philadelphia is horrendous. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, got some grown ass men on that defensive line aka TJ Watt who's hungry so uh i think i think TJ Watt gets at least two sacks and uh i think Pittsburgh wins this game i think it'll be a close game because of the rustiness of the offense of Pittsburgh uh, but i do think Pittsburgh does win this game by i'm going to say a 20 to 14 game. Ooh, good, good.
0: Justin, I hate to be the bear. Bad news, man. I like Pittsburgh. I like what they're doing. They may be slightly rusty. I think Philly hit their stride, man. Come on, man. I
1: think One game Philly and they
0: win in their stride? One game they win? I think Philly hit their stride.
1: <laughs> oh, come on,
0: man. I think. The Sunday night game might have been the oh. Let's get let's get back to business. I think Philly wins this game, and the final score of this game, you you might smile about this. I think it's going to be a seventeen to fourteen win for the Philadelphia Eagles. So I got Philly. Um, next game we got up. Jacksonville versus Houston, Romeo Cornell's first game as the Houston Texans head
1: coach. Who you got? This was kind of tough to pick. Um, my thing is I would have picked the Houston Texans with Romeo Cornell as the head coach, as Bill O'Brien is the head coach, whoever it is. I'm still picking the Houston Texans. Um, I think I think Bill O'Brien would have wished that he could have got another week because he could have definitely got his first win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> and maybe he still would have a job today if they just gave him one more week. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think Houston wins this game. And uh, I, mean, I hate to say it because the, the thing is people are going to look at this and say, oh, he's gone. We finally got a win. It was his fault as much as I don't like him and as much as I don't think he should have been the head coach there, I don't believe they win because he's not going to be there. I think they win because they are the better team and they have the better quarterback by far. So I I think they win. I'm going to say a 27 14 game.
0: 27, 17 Houston over Jacksonville. They get Romeo Cornell, his first win as the Houston Texas head coach. Um, Yeah. I, I, I think Deshaun Watson is going to go off. I think he's going to really go off in this game. Next game, some may say this is easy, but this may be tricky. The New York (laughs) Giants versus the (laughs) Dallas Cowboys, a.k.a. the worst defense hands down, a.k.a. Cleveland gave them up 50-piece. Almost a
1: 50-piece. Two quarters. <laughs> Who you got? You know what the, the best fix for a terrible defense is? What's that? Playing Danny Dimes. <laughs> oh, man. That's just so sad. Dan- Daniel Jones would not be able to do anything with Dallas. I mean, that Saquon Barkley's not there. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If is he going to show up for the game? No is sir. Is he on the field? Oh, because as far as I'm concerned, uh, Dak is on pace for. I think I saw a stat where he's on pace for over six thousand five hundred yards. If he continues gonna, in this pace,
0: that's going to slow down this Dak prep,
1: man. Okay,
0: go ahead. I'm listening.
1: <laughs> so I think this this is their game to shine. I know it's a division game. Division games are always much closer than, you know, what it normally would be, depending on the talent. But at the end of the day, uh, Dallas has so much to prove right now. They are hearing the naysayers right now. Uh, Marcus Lawrence came out. He, he had a big uh, – rant on, on Twitter uh, over the fans saying that they're not doing their job on defense. Um, so I think Dallas comes out and I think they, they whip the crap out of them. Um, I think it's going to be 35 to 10 kind of game. Where are you at?
0: Sorry about that. I thought that was my alarm going off. Okay. So, um, so as everyone knows, the, the New York Giants offensive coordinator is Jason Garrett. He knows Dallas fairly well. He knows Dak Prescott very well. He also knows Dallas' offensive coordinator very well.
1: Is it Keelan Moore? Mm-hmm. Is it Keelan Moore?
0: It's, it's Kellen Moore. Yep, it is Kellen Moore. Um, I I want Dallas to. So I think Dallas will win the game on paper. Better players, you know. I just think this could be a blowout. However, I would not be surprised if the New York Giants somehow beat them by three. It's going to be one
1: of two things. You talk about coaches being on the hot seat. If that goes down, (laughs) the crock is gone. Yeah, yeah. You, you, he will be the next one in the hot seat because that'd be all time bad right there. You lose, you get your ass kicked by the Cleveland Browns and then lose to a hurt New York Giants. Oh, you, you better be stuck. I I just have this feeling. I, I just have this
0: feeling that that Dallas is either going to do one of two things. They're either going to lay down again and play terrible, and they're going to make Danny Dimes look like, like, yo, this dude's dropping Dimes out the sky, and they lose by three, or they go in and they just smash the Giants by, like, 40. So my prediction is, I th- I got Dallas winning this game, like, thirty-seven. To uh to 10. But if this game gets ugly, it's gonna matter the first quarter. If this if the game starts out ugly, this could go the Giants' way. And I could see the Giants winning this game by like the count of 13 or 10. Okay. Next game got up now. This game's tough. Indianapolis versus Cleveland. Two three and one teams. Surprising
1: three-on-one teams at that. If you know me, and if you watched the NBS show two months ago, when we rated the top five quarterbacks coming in under, under with the third year in the league. I am the biggest anti-Baker Mayfield person in the world. Huh? I will never bet on Baker Mayfield. Oh. Indianapolis' defense is really good. They're not playing Dallas' defense this week. They're not going to put up a fifty piece. Now, am I sold on Philip Rivers? Not really. But if I if I'm a betting man, I would take Philip Rivers any day over Baker Mayfield, even today, man. Even today, and and. You know, you also have Nick Chubbs is out. Now, I know they have uh, Hunt. He's a, he's a quality backup. Um, but, you know, the end of the day, they're, they're still hurt. Um, I, I got Indianapolis winning this game. I think it's a 23-17 game, Indianapolis. Um,
0: I think, okay, so with Indianapolis, this, this is the tale of two different teams, right? When Cleveland is on, And they're playing on point and the offense is clicking and OBJ is getting the ball at will and and they're running the football at a high clip. Cleveland is very tough to beat. But what I like about Indianapolis is that they're consistent. They play good defense. They run the football with Jonathan Taylor. Mm -hmm. Phillip Rivers went from throwing it 955 times in a game to throwing in 25, 2025. And and he's trusting the running game, again, with Jonathan Taylor, um, Naheem Hines in the backfield. Um, I think that um, T.Y. Hilton is going to have a big game this week. Um, This is a tough one to call, but I'm going to go with Indianapolis one in this game. And I think it's gonna be very close. I think it's gonna be a 23-20 type game. But it's going close, to be pretty close. close to
1: my prediction. I said 23-17.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, it could be very close. And if the defense is on on, on point, this could end up being like a 45-42 type game as well. Wow. Okay. All right. So let's go into the Sunday night game. We got the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Up against the Seattle Seahawks and the MVP candidate Russell Wilson, who you got?
1: You know I, I'm really, really, really thinking about picking the upset here, just because Minnesota finally got their first win.
0: I will shut off this <laughs> this show if you choose Kirk Cousins <laughs> on air. I will shut. <laughs> This showdown. I'm playing. Go ahead,
1: man. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. But I honestly think that, that Minnesota it is, like you said earlier, you know, getting their stride. What you, what you said about the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they finally got their first win. Um, Davin Cook is playing lights out. I think he had like 157 yards last past week. Uh, Justin Jefferson finally start to see his stride. He's getting consistent touches every game. Um, so I do like what Minnesota is doing. I don't think that it's going to be uh, a blowout or an easy victory. Like a lot of people believe I would not be surprised if Minnesota does upset Seattle. Um, I just see that. I see that this is one of those trap games uh, that, but uh for the purposes of my integrity and my my reputation, I'm gonna still pick the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I'm gonna go. I think it's gonna be a close game, but I do okay. think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I see okay. a 30, I see a 38-35 type of game. Seattle winning.
0: So this is gonna be a very this is gonna be an old school football type game. I think Russell Wilson, I, I think it's gonna come down to what team can get 100 yards first, rushing. Um, I know Kirk Cousins is gonna throw the ball 25, 35 times. Russell Wilson is gonna try to beat beat um Minnesota with his arm, maybe even with his feet. I think it's gonna ball down to what team runs the football the most effective? Um, I like what Minnesota's been doing running the football. However, um, Chris Carson has been balling and it's Kirk Cousins, not it's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins in the, I just see Kirk Cousins. This was gonna happen. And, And it's gonna be, it's gonna be 20 to 17, two minutes left in the fourth quarter. And Kirk Cousins has the ball to win the game. Oh, that's bad news. (laughs) And I think (laughs) Kirk Cousins is – and this is for every Minnesota fan, get ready to cry. Kirk Cousins throws a pick. Actually, I'll go a step further. Kirk Cousins throws a pick six. Game over. Pick six? So I believe Seattle wins this game 27-17. Kirk Cousins throws a pick six to end it on okay. Sunday night. And Chris Collinsworth is gonna be like, wow, Kirk Cousins. He is who he is. Russell Wilson, MVP. Gotta love him. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our uh the final game that we're uh selecting tonight. We got New Orleans. Drew Brees in the New Orleans Saints going up against the San Diego Chargers, and their rookie QB, Justin Herbert, who you got?
1: Shout out to Justin Herbert because he just got announced yesterday or today that he is the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers going forward, even when Tyrod Taylor comes back from being injured by his own team doctor. You can't make this up. Your own team doctor injures you and could possibly have caused you to never start in the NFL ever again.
0: Tyrod Taylor is about to, Tyrod Taylor is about to own a franchise. real
1: <laughs> From a lawsuit.
0: <laughs> Tyrod Taylor is about to own somebody's franchise. In about <laughs> one year. So, um, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. But, go ahead.
1: But, but to be honest, Justin Herbert has earned the job. I mean, this is not the first time that a quarterback has gotten hurt. Somebody stepped in, and 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 after that, want, you know, they, they have continued with that starting job. You know, things like Jeff Blake with Aaron Brooks did, uh, Drew Bledsoe with Tom Brady. You know, you have that happening. So, Justin Herbert – like I said two weeks ago has surprised the heck out of me. I didn't think he was a franchise quarterback after seeing him against Kansas City, I was dumbfounded. I was wrong. This guy is the real deal and I think he will be a franchise quarterback. I think he will be a good franchise quarterback. Um, but I cannot pick against my New Orleans Saints. If anybody knows me, if you can just if you have eyes right now, if you see where I'm at right now, my guy, Drew Brees, now Michael Thomas is supposed to be back this game. That, I think, will make a huge difference. If he's at 100%, like I hope he is, I think this could be an easily won game by the New Orleans Saints. I think a, a 27-17 game, if Michael Thomas is at 100%. If he's not, I think it's a lot closer because Sen- uh, San Diego New- – do uh Los Angeles' defense is a very great – is a good defense. So I think they will give New Orleans offense some trouble. Um, But as long as Michael Thomas is there, um, I think they they could be doing some great things. So I see 27-17 New Orleans. Who you got, Jasper? And you bet not say the Chargers.
0: So there's good news and bad news for – Scott, Louisiana, sir. You better rep where you come from. Amen, amen! Shout out to Scott. Shout out to Scott, man. Love Scott. <laughs> That's my home, man. Shout out to Best Stop uh, Supermarket,
1: man. Great yeah, best boot balls out. in the world. In the Woo-hoo! world.
0: So, oh yeah, oh yeah. If you ain't never had them, you need to have them ASAP. Um, and, and make sure you um make sure you take some um uh, some for your blood pressure right afterwards. Your blood pressure <laughs> gonna go through the roof. Um, so. There's good news and bad news for the Chargers. Good news is you named Justin Herbert your starter for the year. Bad news is you named them the starter against the New Orleans Saints who lost on Monday night to the Las Vegas Raiders, which sounds so weird to say. They since. To, the Saints on Monday night will tee off on Justin Herbert. Mark my words. This is gonna be ugly. Justin Herbert might not be the same after tonight. Oh, <laughs> they are going like I'm predicting 10 sacks, man. It's, wow. it's gonna be bad. I got the Saints winning this game, like 31, 31 to 31 to 9. It's gonna
1: be. Damn. And the Chargers will be without Austin Eckler out there for all your fantasy owners. They're they're starting running back, so that's that's a big loss for the for the Chargers. Hey, hey, Kamara's going. Look, Drew
0: Brees can rest his arm because Kamara about to get off for about two, three good touchdowns. And Michael Thomas plays; he's guaranteed for about ten receptions. I'm guaranteeing that. So, um, yeah, I. Oh man, this is about to be ugly. Mm. All right. So let's go ahead and move up, move right along to NBA um, real quick. We got a couple more minutes left on the show. So the Philadelphia 76ers decided to hire Doc Rivers as their new head coach in Philadelphia. What are your thoughts regarding Doc Rivers going to Philly?
1: I think it's a good pickup. My thing is um, he couldn't develop the chemistry um, in, in, in Los Angeles, and that was his biggest the biggest reasons why he got fired. And what does Philadelphia have a problem with, their biggest problem right now? It's not their talent. Chemistry. They have talent. They just don't have chemistry together. And Doc Rivers has not proved to me that he could be that guy to mend uh, bad relationships and and, and get a team to play together consistently. So I think they're going to be in the same place they were before. I think they will be one of the top tier Eastern conference teams. I think they will be in the top, you know, three to four every year, Um, but I don't see them winning the championship with Doc Rivers. I don't think that, this this is the hire that puts him over the hump. I think he was a I mean it's a good pick. It's good for Doc Rivers. Um he did have his you know probably his choice between Philadelphia and New Orleans. Um I would like to see him come to New Orleans. I'm a Pelican fan. Um like I said this guy is not the, I don't think he's going to be the guy who wins a championship, but if you know, if he came to New Orleans and got him got them consistently in the playoffs like the the 76ers are going to be, then I would be super happy about that. But I just don't think that this is a great hire. I think uh, they'll be in the same place they were for the next three to four years. So for you uh, football fans, real quick,
0: uh, Tampa Bay is up three to nothing in the first quarter, seven minutes to play. Uh, Tampa Bay's got the ball on the uh, Tampa Bay 17. Um, to me, and back back to basketball for a second, Um, I am here's the deal doc rivers has to have a perfect situation to be a really good a really great coach he was a really great coach in boston but he had great players that supported his vision he goes to uh the the clippers when they had again you know you had deandre jordan blake griffin chris paul um man, you had some I mean that squad was loaded. And they had chemistry issues. And now none of those three guys are there. Mm-hmm. And now you now you you got, you know, um Kawhi, Leonard, and Paul George, and all these different colorful personalities, and you can't get them together. You can't get them to play well together. Um I'll say this, and he was also he they I I believe they gave him like uh director of player operations or something like that as well, which I thought that was a bad move. Um I personally believe that in order for Doc to be successful in Philly, Doc is gonna have to make a very tough decision. And I actually said this about any coach that goes to coach in Philly. Do you want this to be Joel and B team or do you want this to be Ben Simmons team? I don't think either one of them could coexist with each other. And if you do try to make it work, you got to have three really good vets that can just, hey, look, this is how we're going to play. This is how we're going to win in a discussion. Like if Jimmy Butler was still in Philly, it would work. Because I know Jimmy Butler and Doc Rivers kind of think the same. But I think also Jimmy Butler's like wired differently too. Like he's just different. Um, but I think it's, it's not a bad hire. I think it was probably one of the better decisions mainly. If, I'll say this. When Doc was fired from, from the Clippers, he became the best option because believe it or not, who's going to hire, I mean, would you hire Doc Rivers or Mike D'Antoni? Would you hire Doc Rivers or Lou Williams?
1: Doc Rivers. I mean, I, it, I want the guy who has who's been consistently successful. Right. right. And
0: I get why um, I get why, you know, the Clippers ownership, you know, decided to part ways with him. I mean, they gave him a lot of time. Um, he had, you know, they gave him a whole I mean, they gave him a lot of really good players and he just never pulled it off. And this was supposed to be their year and they didn't pull it off. So To me, if he goes to to Philly, he's got a really tough decision to make. Does he bring in vets to corral these two young guys? Or does he say, hey, look, this is Joel Embiid's team. I'm going to trade Ben Simmons. Or do you keep Ben Simmons and trade Joel Embiid? If you ask me, I think you should build this team around Joel Embiid, and you'll get more bang for your buck by trading Ben Simmons, a.k.a. I don't have a jump shot. Um
1: there was also
0: an offer on the table i don't know if people knew about this but there was an offer on the table for um that philly at the last minute at the last minute pulled out of and it was ben simmons going to phoenix for um for devin booker straight up and to me i'm like if philly had pulled that move philly would kill people and jimmy butler was Still be in Philly right now, easily. Easily, Philly would. Giannis wouldn't even have a chance against them dudes, man, at all.
1: Devin Booker would have ate in Philly,
0: like he's eating
1: in in um in. But Phoenix you don't. Sports. But you don't think you don't think Devin Booker is succeeding because he it's his team. They've given him the opportunity to make it his team. Like but do you it's think, different because it, chemistry—you could be great one place and not great in the other place. That's true, but it's different when you got a guy
0: that's really good, that's an all-star, that can shoot, and you can say, "Hey, Joel Embiid, you don't have to play on the three-point line. Hey, go down the box and go work, mm-hmm. right?" And now, we all know Joel MB is probably one of the best big men in the league. But if you can put Joel Embiid on the box, and then say, "Hey, look! If you get the double team, swing, and shooters are gonna be there, then there you go." Yeah. Whereas with Ben Simmons, this dude has no jump. He's a six
1: ten. He's he's a six ten poor man's LeBron James. I've never been a Ben Simmons fan. I'm an LSU fan. I didn't like him there. I didn't like him either. I couldn't stand. I I was like, this dude's jump shot is terrible. His jump shot is worse than Rondo.
0: Any His any jump player shot is worse than Sean Marion.
1: But go ahead. Wow. Any, any any player who's a top five player for the NBA draft and you can't make it to the NCAA tournament? Uh-uh. Come on. Uh-uh. Nah. No. No. I I've never, I've never been a fan.
0: I agree. All right. Let's move right along. <laughs> um, so Miami, so we're in the middle of the NBA finals. Um The L.A. Lakers are up three games to one on the Miami Heat. So, is the finals over for Miami?
1: Is it over tomorrow night? Whether it be over tomorrow night or two nights from that, the writing is on the wall. LeBron James and Anthony Davis would not lose three games in a row in the NBA Finals. I would would put the deed to my house on that against the Miami Heat this year.
0: Hey, man, don't say that too loud, man. (laughs) Um, But no, I get it. I get it. Um, You know, I was talking with another LA fan earlier today. Shout out to Coach White up in uh, Cadensville. And one of the things that i told him was i'd much rather watch murder she wrote and i would much rather watch good times than to watch this
1: finals it's the lowest rated five finals in nba history it's killing me like i I love what like don't
0: get me wrong i have tons of respect for jimmy butler and what miami's done shout out to eric bolster he's done a great job for that team but this is not fair like this is so not fair, at all. AD is torching at a high clip, and it's retarded. AD's probably going to win the MVP, but that's a whole. I'm gonna say that for the lap for the you know the next topic. But I um he looks like a man among
1: boys in the court.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, I think it's over Friday night. Tomorrow night it's over. Um, I'll just be honest. I mean. I'm probably not gonna watch the game. I'm I'm gonna probably watch HGTV or something. I I'm I refuse to watch. I'd rather watch Paint Drive than to watch that damn that that game five. Like I'm just being honest. And it might sound so disrespectful. You know, shout out to True X sports junkie. But guess what? Hey man, this is terrible. I'd rather watch Family Matters with the old Urkel than to watch this finals. I'm sorry. This is and I love basketball. Mm-hmm. I do. I just can't. I can't do it. I just can't. All right. So. As some of you may or may not know. um, Anthony Davis is going to be a free agent um after this season. OK. If Anthony Davis wins finals MVP and the Lakers won the, the NBA finals. Will it be enough to resign AD?
1: There's been rumors this week that if LeBron James wins this ring, which he will, that he will think about retiring. I think AD's decision is based on that. I don't think LeBron will retire. You know, I think there's probably a 10 to 25% chance that that happens. Uh, I think if LeBron retires, AD, um, I'm a Pelican fan. Since that stunt he pulled in New Orleans happened, I've always thought he was a sucker. I thought he was (laughs) some words that I probably can't say on Facebook live right now, but he's one of those guys that will just chase a ring and not earn it himself. Agree. So, so I think that if LeBron comes back, he will be back because they have won a championship together. They want more. I think LeBron retires. He's on the on a one way flight to Golden State or Brooklyn or uh, Houston, somewhere uh, where he thinks he can win a championship because okay. he's not he's not about building a, a franchise and winning it on his own. That's
0: uh, my point. so I sent some. Um, just a yes. little. Uh, yes. I sense a
1: hint. Yes, of it's more there. Than,
0: more than saltiness.
1: Yes, yes. Full There's saltiness. a hint
0: of yes. yes. More than saltiness yes. with the umbrella and everything. Yes. Um. So uh, let let's backtrack a little bit because um I need to address this rumor that you got. Where in the world did you get that nonsense? Rumor. <laughs> if that joint is on Bleacher Report. Then Bleacher Report needs to go bankrupt. If that was on ESPN, Wojs, you got problems. Then LeBron, LeBron's not retiring now. I, I think he's having too much fun. And I think for LeBron to retire, I think the injuries would have to. I think father time would have to catch up to him, the injuries, and you know it was it would have to stop being fun to him. Excuse me. But in terms of AD winning the uh, finals MVP, uh, I'll say this. If Anthony Davis wins finals MVP, and this is going to shock some people, Anthony Davis is going to do one of two things. He is either going to do a one-year – he's going to do a two-year contract with a one-year opt-out, or – He's going to leave L.A. I think he, you know, even though he likes LeBron, he also knows that he can't sign long term with LeBron, with with L.A. Because LeBron could retire at any any year. Exactly. Um, In addition to that, he's also got to think to himself, hey, man, next year might be a little bit harder because um, Golden State's coming. Steph's been sitting on. Steph's been chilling, you know. Last time I saw, I saw Steph Curry. He had braids in his hair. Uh, you know, I wasn't really feeling it, but I do think Steph's out for blood. Clay, Clay's coming back too. He's out for blood. Draymond Green. I think Draymond, with all this time off, he's out for blood. And oh, by the way, they got the second pick overall in the draft, which could go either way, and that leads to a whole nother topic. I, If A.D. stays, it's not long term If A.D. goes A.D. is going to go to either a title
1: contender Or and so We're in the shot. same agreement Of, 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 of being a, a ring chaser And not wanting to develop anything on his own Or
0: I'm going to shot some people on this He's going to go to the one place That nobody's looking at has the max salary, who has the cap to pull it off and he'd be the most happiest. The Bulls? The Chicago Bulls.
1: Because he's from Chicago.
0: Because he's from Chicago. Go back home and bring the chip back to Chicago. It sounds weird, but just think about it. After you win a ring, what's the next thing most of those guys want to do? They either want to win again, stay with the same team, one again, or if the writing's on the wall, that, hey, you know, this team might not be that good. Because if you look at LA's roster, like outside of LeBron and AD, it doesn't look that good. It, it kind of reminds you a little bit of Cleveland. like a, I feel a lot like Cleveland because you got Rondo that's, you know, over the hill. You got Dwight Howard that's over the hill. Um, the only attractive piece is Kyle Kuzma. You know, everybody else are like just role players. If you take LeBron off of that team and it's just AD and, and those guys, they barely make the playoffs. If you just t- if you take AD off of that roster and it's just LeBron and those guys, they, I'm going to be honest, they're not making the playoffs at all. Um So I say that to say I don't see AD – if AD signs with the Lakers, it's going to be short-term because it's hinging upon LeBron being there.
1: But, see, I don't see AD going anywhere unless there's another star there. AD throughout his whole career, whether he was with the Pelicans or the Lakers, Mm -hmm. I can't remember a time where he played a majority of the season. He is very injury-prone. He gets hurt every five or six games. Right. and Unless he has somebody else to pick up the slack, like he does in L.A. When he was hurt, right. LeBron picks up the slack. When LeBron's hurt, he picks up the slack. I don't see him going anywhere where he has to be the man unless he has somebody else there with him. Right. I mean, that's fair. I support that. I I, I can see where you're coming from with
0: that. I could definitely see that. Um, I mean, it's very possible. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him at all. All right. Man, that was a good one. So let's go ahead and get into the final topic. If you are the Golden State Warriors and you have the second pick overall in the NBA draft, do you make the pick or trade the pick? And if you have the pick and you're going to make the pick, who are you choosing?
1: I make the pick. All their stars that they have, when you have, you know, Curry, Clay Thompson – they have been drafted by the Golden State Warriors. Um, I think that there's a guy in the draft that I that I'm pretty high on, um, from from Memphis University. Okay, James Wiseman. I think he would be a great fit in Golden State. I think you know, trading the pick, you're going to trade him for. Somebody number one who's gonna be a max, uh, salary guy, and you know you don't want that right now. You you know if you can get somebody at a a small salary, and somebody who could be a great fit, because you right now you have a team that it will compete for the Western Conference Championship. So if you can get somebody for the future, because honestly, Draymond Green, he's on the downfall when it comes to. I mean, he is not at his peak right now. I think all the other, you know, Clay Thompson is, I think Steph Curry is, but uh, I'm, I'm not big on on Draymond Green right now. I think Wiseman will come in there. He, he can definitely uh, pick that team up, and I think they're in a, a special place right now because you don't see many uh, championship contenders picking in the top five of the draft. and I think this is a good opportunity to get a franchise player for the future when you're already – competing for a championship right now?
0: So, I believe one of two things is going to happen. I believe either the Golden State Warriors are going to trade that second pick and Draymond Green and other assets to the
1: Milwaukee money. Bucks. Wow. To, to Milwaukee wow. to get young.
0: I could so see it happening, um, had, and all and, and all it's going to take is a simple, a hey Giannis, do you really want to stay in in in, in
1: uh, Milwaukee?" And if the second Giannis says no, they're going to pull. The why would Milwaukee do that? They they have been consistently a, a, a top three team in the East right now. Why would they blow up their team? He, they they gave Are him an you extension.
0: Are you blowing up the team? Oh, yeah. Yes. Are you blowing up the team or are you saying, okay, Chris Middleton, you gave us pretty good minutes in the playoffs. Come on. And you played. You're an all-star. You're an all-star. Okay. And, oh, by the way, I'm going to give you a James Wiseman, a a young guy that we can mold and build accordingly. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not going to. I'm not going to confirm nor deny whether it will or won't happen. You know, it it varies, okay? Anything can happen. I can All see right? them
1: trading for Ben Simmons before that happens. No, they will never tra- No, Ben Simmons and Steph Curry will never get along,
0: ever. It will not work. It's a chemistry thing. With Golden State, it's chemistry. And then the second thing, and I'm going to shock a lot of people on this, because I there's a guy that I think fits – way better than James Wiseman, way better than LaMelo Ball, way better than uh, uh, James Edwards. Um, Hands down. I think Golden State will trade back, trade the pick, trade back in the draft to get Obi Toppin. The power Four from uh Dayton. Think about it. Athletic, strong, six, six, nine, six, ten, big man that can shoot the three and defend along with a J- with, with a Draymond Green, Clay, and Steph. Man, you might be asking for trouble. I'm going to put it out there to the universe. If Obi Topping's draft stock rises, they'll pick him at two. But if they feel like, hey, maybe he's not worth it at two, let's slide to about five, right? And let's see what other draft assets we could get out of it and then get Obi Topping at five, they win. I like Obi Topping. If you watch watch Obi Topping on tape, his game, like Wiseman's game, was good, but I see, but I have bust potential. Like, he shows some bust potential with Obi Topping. He looked ready, he looks ready right now. Like, slide
1: him in as a starter. We could, and and they golden state so is a perfect opportunity to get a guy who's not ready right now because they have talent right. that that you know he can develop later on. They don't need right. him to be great right now,
0: right? But, but if Golden State's gonna make another run, they either need another really good shooter, and oh by the way, they could tra- they could trade Andrew Wiggins. But actually, if you really want to play the game smart, make the pick with Ob get Ob Topping. Now look at your starting five: Ob Topping, um, Draymond Green, um, Ob Topping, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. Who stopped? So you putting green at the five? I'm putting green at the four. Okay. It wouldn't even matter who plays the five, to be honest, because you ain't stopping five shooters on the floor. All right. Just something to think about. Well, look, guys, it's been an awesome show. Um, Justin, this was great. Hey, look, we're gonna try to, you know, come on this show. We're gonna try to do this every week. Um, you know, bless you guys with great sports knowledge um, You know, Justin, I'm going to go ahead and give you the, um, the floor for your parting shots Or your parting thoughts
1: And uh, let's go All right, man, shout out to everybody who watched the show tonight uh, We got a lot of feedback in, in the chat room, man People are active and, and uh, not, not necessarily agreeing with what I say or you say uh, But, you know, they can be wrong It's okay but, but anyway, man, it's uh, I, I love the feedback we're getting. I love the, the fact that people are watching and, and, and engaged in the show. And I can't wait for the future, man. And uh, shout out to everybody out there the NBS Central. Check out the web, the, the page on Facebook. Check out the Instagram page. Check out the YouTube page. Check out the Spotify page. Man, we are everywhere. There's social media out there. We are out there. Like, share, comment. Uh, and I, I appreciate you, the franchise, coming on, man. I, I really uh... – <laughs> the greatest to ever do it. <laughs> so. So
0: I want to send a special shout-out to, um, you know, everybody in NBS Central World, you know, all of our, all of the great guys, you know, True Action Sports, John Kikio, um, Yvonne um you know our three our three new guys um that we're that that we have coming on fyi we got some new content coming it's gonna be fire Yes, not good fire yes bringing that hot fire um shout out to big mike you know um larson live yo check him out he's super dope i really want to go on larson live and 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 bless him too (laughs) um, <laughs> hey, by the way, hey, he needs to shave that beard. He's looking older than me. Um, um, shout out to everybody, you know. Shout out to our military. Shout out to our first responders out there. Um, you know, shout out to everybody out there that's been listening. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to get back on here. You know, I've been working a lot. I've been doing a lot lately, and now it's time for the franchise to bless the world. Hey, I want to say this right now. Hey. If Stephen A. Smith is watching, I don't, Max Kellerman, I don't care. Guess what? NBS Central, we coming. If you're on the brand, we coming. All right? One day, I want to be up on first take. I, or I want you X sports junkie to be on sports take. We coming. We are coming. All right? I, look, again, like, comment, share. Hey, please check out, check all of our content out. Shout out to Marlon. Shout out to Ray. Hey, I'm telling y'all, we are coming.
1: All right? With that being said, just, just, for just, just. Make sure y'all get out in there and vote, guys. Make your, make your voice heard.
0: Man, listen, please vote. Man, please vote. Yo, we, you know, we, we, in, we in different times and, and, you know, you know, we got to set up our generation, you know, we got to set up our, our future. And the the best way to do it is to go out there and vote. Make your voice heard. Make your, make your vote count, man. Yes. All right? Again, shout out to everybody out there. You know, I appreciate you. You know, I appreciate Just Justin. Um. So, again, for Just Justin, I'm Mr. Franchise, the greatest sports analyst to ever bless these sports ways I'm out. Peace.